I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Oops, the podcast, baby. Welcome back. I am Julio, joined by Francis. Francis, how you doing? Yes. This is a good Francis shirt. Here we are. Good Francis. Let's go. <laughs> Time to go. Time to rock. Time to do it. Time to fucking rock. Dude, I did a, uh, so my Apple watch like shattered on the ground. I went to the spa, a place I love to go, and it fell out of my locker and shattered on the ground. It's fallen many times. It must have had to have fallen the perfect way in order to shatter. I immediately bought a new one that day, which was a frustrating expense, but I can't go a day without using it. I'm addicted to it. And included was like a three month thing of like the fitness thing Hmm. that you have to pay for eventually. Apple's smart too, because it doesn't let you cancel trials right away if you want to continue to use the trial. So then you forget to fucking cancel it and you start getting billed for it. Sure. Whereas with other things, you can immediately cancel and still get to use the trial Hmm. if you knew that. But anyway, dude, so I'm taking this class and you can tell that they're trying to like do a Peloton kind of shit. They're trying to like make you feel included, whatever. In the middle of the workout, she starts going, you're good enough how you are. You're good enough how you are. I'm like, nobody watching this feels that way about themselves. (laughs) What do you mean? If I was good enough as I was, why would I be working out with you right now? I wouldn't be. It's such an insane thing to the point of working out is improvement, right? Yeah. It's almost like walking into Best Buy and then being like, you don't need this. <laughs> exactly. You don't need this. <laughs> you don't need electronics uh-huh. for peace in life. Um, so I just said that was ridiculous. But You um, talk about spas the way that I talk about Jackson Hole. <laughs> spas are your Jackson Hole. I wish, uh, please, I hope we get sponsored by a spa. That'd be please fun. Please sponsor me. Spa baby. Um, spa baby. Dude, I do love the spa. It's great. It's what's happening? Like, what's happening in your life? What's happening right now? I mean, dude, you know, getting ready to fucking bounce around, and start doing all this stuff. I'm excited for this wedding that we're going to. That should be fun. Mm. Um, I love the idea of sort of like a different cultural wedding, like a new experience. You know what I mean? I love all that shit. I got. A, I got. Yes, I got um, a problem. What's up? Well, I I'm going to a wedding in end of July, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited for. Very close friend of mine. I'm in the wedding. I went to his bachelor party in, you guessed it, <laughs> Jackson, Jackson Hole. Hole. And at the bachelor party, on the flight there, I I love to write on airplanes and trains. Mm. I don't know what it is, but I always... Maybe bring, it's the lack of service and no distractions. It could be. It could be. Could but there's something that, you know, you, you, you just hone in. Yeah. And the travel Absolutely. and the movement... The ambient noise, the sound. I put on like noise canceling headphones, no music. Even movies, like I I remember them so much better when I watch them on a plane. There's something about the ability to focus. I don't really like watching movies on planes. I find that I have a hard time getting through them. I don't know why that is. But but writing, I'll get into the zone and that's really fun for me. Excellent. And I started writing a toast to my buddy um, for the bachelor party. And, you know, kind of a roast toast. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote, I, I spent like four hours writing it. Awesome. And then I read the toast and it was a, a hit. Love you it. know, people really Awesome. enjoyed it. 
and uh spectacular it was like uh, seven minutes of well-written you know comedy toast Mm -hmm. roast that was obviously everyone knew all the inside jokes because it was this guy and and um based on i think the reception of that toast he asked me to speak at the rehearsal dinner Mm -hmm. and he even said we have a piano in the house where the rehearsal dinner is so feel free to do something that's great well let me tell you something (laughs) it is a lot harder to write a a toast or a speech i think for a rehearsal dinner where not only will the bride be there Mm -hmm. but then the parents Mm -hmm. um you know all sorts of friends and family and obviously the expectation is that i'll be funny Mm -hmm. so i gotta go that route instead of sincere and heartfelt and now you are catering your jokes to a bunch of people you don't really know Mm -hmm. i can't i don't know if i can go roast root again because i don't want to make fun of the bride totally i don't know what her threshold is totally Dude, being made I, fun of. I think I got you here, dude. And this, I certainly don't know what I would do on the piano if they're expecting me to do a fucking song. This is what you do. You recycle the jokes that you can use from the bachelor party in song form. It doesn't have to be that cohesive of a song, as you know. You can kind of just like spoken word it, rhyme where you can, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. then say nice things about the bride and make fun of your friend. Boom. Done. If you have any huh. anecdotes the parents would appreciate, I don't know if this is a childhood friend or not. I'm assuming not. He's an old friend. He's a college friend. Oh, so I mean, dude, you got this, bro. You're going to crush it. Well, okay. But hold on. (laughs) If I don't make fun of the bride at all or do anything funny about her, will she feel left out of the funness? Dude, you can literally say this in the song. I would have made fun of you too, but... (laughs) But I was afraid of I'm the afraid repercussions. Of what you might do if you start crying and your mascara would run. And then, <laughs> no, you paid a lot for the makeup artist. Sure, great, nailed it. I wasn't sure if I had the freedom to make fun of the bride. Yeah, but then she might start crying because I'm making fun of the fact she can't take a joke, and she can. By the way, none of this. All of this is to say, <laughs> when you when you ask a comedian to effectively perform at a an, an important event of your life there is a lot of pressure on on that there's more pressure for me on that than there is to do a show have you do you feel that you've ever swung and missed on one of these a little bit yeah i my answer is the exact same thing. A, little a little bit yeah i've had a couple where i was a little too cocky and not prepared enough Maybe a couple too many Cockersons. I did one where I did one where I was doing the rehearsal dinner for two very good friends, and I was doing it. I was sort of emceeing it mm-hmm. with a friend of the bride. Okay, and we knew each other, but not not all that well. And so she had ideas for what she thought would be funny, mm. and we were supposed to do everything in together, like a you know like an act that has been touring together for right, many, many right. years. Too and many of course parts. she has, she had no comedy experience. Right. And so she had these, some, some, some ideas that were 
a little out there mm. and it, I had to be very gentle yes. in saying like, I don't know if, if that work. would work. <laughs> and fortunately she was kind of willing to that's good meet me in the middle. But dude, I mean that, that event in particular, I, I just found like people weren't that excited to laugh. Mm. They weren't, it, they weren't prepared for it to be a kind of a laughing type thing. Right, 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 right. I you think know, I, I think this one, given that I'm much closer to the groom, not not than the first one, but like people know that I'm there to be funny. I'm I'm more of an established comedian now that that everyone will be like when I stand up, they'll be like this dude's about to try to make us laugh. Right, right. Which right. you need totally, and I think that despite there's that anticip, despite the fact that there's that anticipation and the, the stakes are raised, your ability to deliver that conversationally immediately makes you live up to the to the hype. Right. Because anybody else doing it, you know, Rob, you're my brother. Not actually, but <laughs> might as well be. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's that, like, they, they can't compete with a professional comedian, those yeah. people. And they can by being sentimental. It's the only way. But nobody's going to be funnier or more about No, they're always like, I remember when you made it one time. One time you made me have a tequila or four. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. exactly. (laughs) Everyone's politely laughing. Dude. I'm ready to get up there and be like, you know. (laughs) One time I saw his penis and it wasn't to my liking. I don't even know. Swing for the fences. (laughs) Just be like, oh, who's this guy? What? Where are we all of a sudden? Dude, I went to a funeral one time for a girl that I was dating's grandmother, and they started giving speeches. And I'll never forget the, the one of the cousins got up and he was like, "Grandma was a bull. She was a bull. So if you take any, she was like, this is insane. It's like, what is going on? Chris liked that one. He's smiling. Just for the record, Chris." Chris has not laughed for two episodes, and I don't know what is going on with him. It's problematic. Chris, feel I'm, free to defend yourself. I, I saw you reaching for the mic. Very troubled, but he's smiling at least. I don't know. You know, just having a bad day. I'm not going to laugh if it's not. Chris, I, you having a bad day? Unburden yourself. What's I, happening? I, I, What's wrong, Chris? I try to. Nothing. Nothing's wrong. I'm good. Everything's fine. I just I told you we should have so, paid him more. <laughs> Chris, uh, sorry. There's nothing worse than when you're having a day where you're just like not laughing. <laughs> yeah. you, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that's it. That's great. That's it. That's it. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> we'll we'll talk after the episode. I want to I want to get to the bottom because you, my friend, you are an onion. You've many layers to you. <laughs> and then Chris will be like, no, 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 it's all good. And then he'll leave, and then he'll text us maybe what's going on. Is that what's and then happen? we'll be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that." That's how often it does happen. Yeah, which is fine. What's fine? But you get something to say. Pick up that. Pick up that mic. Pick up that mic, Chris. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got your back, Chris. <laughs> Just know that whatever you're going to text us, I am on your side about it. Um, um, excellent. Did I tell you the latest on the? Um, Suing my landlord. You need to give me a date so I can come with a sign. I don't have a date yet. But when you do, you better let us know. But there's a new no new update, and if this is not a new update, uh, we'll just strike this from the episode. We'll strike this from the record the same way the jury should. I can't exactly remember what is new and what's not new. 
anymore. Okay. But I think this is new. Hit us. So they have been coming at me about the marble countertop backsplash. Yes. So we the update was that they had decided to make that an issue once you decided to go forward with litigation. Yeah. And that came out of nowhere. Yeah. $6,532 for a new one. New marble countertop. Do you think they're hoping that like the judge will then settle and they'll just end up getting the original No, amount? I think that they are hoping that they will throw such an you? insane number at me that I'll be like, you know what? Keep the security deposit and that'll be that. Right, right. But... You know better. They underestimate my... Old Frankie Flores. Stubbornness. <laughs> so, they sent me that, and they sent me pictures of it. And, you know, first of all, what they sent me pictures of was the marble backsplash or whatever, but I, I did nothing to the marble backsplash. Mm-hmm obviously like I, I first of all i'd never even heard the term backsplash before yeah, the first time i'm hearing and it. and the the it's like this dark stone thing and on certain sides of it it looked as if it had been almost like sanded too much mm. or rubbed too hard but that was like i'm not taking sandpaper to the marble right you didn't at any point right the time that i was there and then up on the ceiling where it like goes over the top, there was a slight discoloration too. So they took pictures of all this and sent it to me and they were like, you know, this is whatever. So I'm like, I sent them back. And I'm like, obviously I didn't do this. And then as I was writing that email, I thought to myself, well, do I have any pictures of how that marble looked when I moved in? And I didn't. Mm-hmm. Or I, yeah, I, I had, I think I had like a, a video. I have a video of me like, walking through mm-hmm. but then i found i went and looked up the original street easy listing mm-hmm. of the unit and sure enough there are high resolution images <laughs> of the kitchen looking just like that where you can completely point to the exact same damages that were there prior to me moving in how excited are you to be like your honor may i approach the bench Ah, <laughs> exhibit A. I've already shown my hand a little in that I like screenshotted those images from the listing and I sent them in the email back and I was like, you can clearly see that whatever damages you guys are talking to, clear they're there right. prior to me moving in because I was the first tenant. Got it. And and I'm like, these pictures were taken long before I moved in. This is how this looks. Like, give me a break. Suckers. You guys are just making stuff up. Idiots. And so they haven't responded to that. But everything they throw at me, I find... Undeniable evidence <laughs> that they're lying and proving the, and and wrong. Undeniable evidence. And then they're like, "Okay, that may be, but what about the washing machine?" Yeah, literally. And I'm like, "God damn it, no!" You know, it's just one thing after another. So terrible. I don't really know where things stand. Um, I'm I'm still very confident. I am hoping to get a court date soon. You will definitely be in attendance. I, can't I hope wait. that'd be so fun. That would be great. So fun. Uh, and and we'll have a full recap of that for people. I'll like wear a GoPro or something. I mean, you're probably not allowed to film in court. No, I wouldn't think so. But. And I even think that if you took your phone in and, and audio recorded it, we might get in trouble for that too. Interesting. I'm fairly sure that they are very strict about no audio recordings of, of court proceedings. Fuckers. But I don't know. 
Dude, that's too good. I'm excited for that. I'm excited about how excited you are about it. At least, I think. I don't know how you actually feel about it. No, I am I am as excited as I profess to be. <laughs> yeah, this is not an act. Dude, that's pretty great. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now, and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium, and you would all yell, anchor, anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Chris has been looking for a new apartment. How's that going, Chris? Let's get Chris' apartment update here. Pretty miserable, to be honest. It's, it sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. Yeah. And it's funny. You'll for, The second you get it and you're moved in, you'll forget about how terrible it was. That's what we talked about last episode, like the giving birth thing. You put in the blockers that you yeah. forget how bad movies yeah. sucks ass. Yeah. But dude, once you're in, you'll yeah, you'll be super hyped to have your your own place. This will be Chris's first apartment. Um, kind of. Well, right. Okay. Yeah. In New York. In New say. York, yeah. Um, and you'll, you know, get a PS five or whatever they are. PS four? No. Xbox? No. <sighs> Some <days. laughs> I got a record player with a bunch of records. There you go. Yeah. That's pretty hype. Plug yeah, that yeah, in. It's pretty yeah. sexy. Get your play your games on that. Yeah. Yeah, I, one time I remember I was seeing a, a girl and she had this record collection. And I got back to her apartment the first night I stayed over and she goes, pick a record. And she goes, no pressure, but I'm going to judge the selection. Oh God. And dude, I just like picked this David Bowie record that I like didn't know any of the songs on. And she was like, good choice. Unfortunately, she didn't like be like, what's your favorite song? <laughs> because I didn't, I just knew that that's something that I assumed she would like. Mm. And I'm glad that I picked it out right. But having records is a power move for sure. Yeah. It's like a sexy mood setter. It also sounds like that's something that she does a lot to the guys who come over. Maybe. She was a little older than me, too. I was like a little intimidated. That's her way um, of fun. making you nervous, which somehow gives her the power. Right. You know what I mean? Met her at our favorite old spot, dude. The old Jane Hotel. Did you now? Yep, that was a Francis and yeah. I. I'm sure we crossed paths my many old times. haunt. Your old haunt. Dude, yeah. my dad is fucking up to his old tricks, man. He, he was bragging to me about how well he's been doing with his diet. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm doing this and that. I'm like, great, great. You know, I'm sitting there listening. And literally, I'm not, I swear to God, dude, in the middle of the conversation, without even being like, hold on one second, he just goes, yeah, can I get the uh, two chalupa meal? <laughs> in the middle of the conversation about the diet. And he goes, and with a Diet Coke. And then tried to act like the fact that he was ordering a Diet Coke with some impressive feet. I was like, Is dude, it Taco Bell? Yes. I was like, dude, enough, enough. The chalupa, I can't think of an, an unhealthier thing to order. <laughs> <laughs> fried bread taco with sauce in it and you're eating two of them are you serious oh man my dad my dad that my dad's thing that he does like that 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 is uh you know a secret that he keeps from my mom or whatever would be a vanilla milkshake at mcdonald's oh wow that's his kryptonite those are pretty good though they sure are they're so thick oh, they are yeah they are very good uh, um, dude. So, all right, whatever. That I guess that was just a quick fucking dad anecdote. We got any 
emails? You so got something I, have, to tell me? I have something I want to I want to talk about a little Good. bit though. Please. So uh, we were both, you know, the previous weekend we were out in, in the you know Montauk area. I was in Amagansett, kind of the end of Long Island, whatever. Now there's different ways to get out there. You know, I mean, the best way, of course, is driving. Now you actually you called me and offered me a ride home, which I thought was really nice. Sure did. I was already back, but it was very nice of Francis to yeah. do that. Um, and it's just funny how if you don't drive there. For those of you guys who aren't familiar with the area, people go out there during the summer. It's the place near us where people go for the weekend in the summer, which I'm sure everybody who's listening has their own version of that where they come from. Um, but getting out there sucks ass if you don't drive. I had to take, I took the train and dude, it's the worst, bro. Did you take it on Friday? I took it on Friday morning really early. Uh huh. And, you know, the weather sucked and maybe people knew that. Maybe that's why it wasn't that crowded. It wasn't terrible, but it's like confusing too. You always have to transfer and it's always insane. And the guys, they check your tickets a million times. It's just like a really miserable way to go out there. Mm. But it reminded me of a funny story of one of my friends who, so the MTA is sort of like the greater New York City transportation thing. So like they run the Long Island Railroad, they run the Metro North Railroad, which goes to kind of where Chris is from and- where I come from as well. There's different tracks that go up there, whatever. So one of my friends told me the story. He's on the train and the guy comes with tickets, please, tickets, please. And uh, he gets to my friend and my friend goes, I don't have a ticket. And the guy goes, all right, you have to buy one. And he goes, it would be really great if I didn't have to buy one today. And the guy started laughing at him. He was like, <laughs> He's like you got to buy one. My friend goes, please. And the guy just goes, all right, fine. Oh my god. So he rode the train for free. He broke him. Because he broke the guy down. And I was like, what an insane thing that I would never even attempt to do. It's as if he said the things in the correct order to like unlock the robot's heart. Yeah, dude, Scott Jordan, who I know listens to the pod occasionally, uh, he's a legend for that. I've never heard anything like that in my life. That's wild. Please? Sure. (laughs) Wow. I I got a funny I got a funny um ticketing story for you <laughs> let's hear it it's same same train i was oh, taking yeah. it from atlantic terminal instead of penn station got it you take it from atlantic terminal in brooklyn like n- near the barclay center mm-hmm. and you take it out to uh what's the place where you have to change trains jamaica jamaica yeah jamaica and queens and everyone that's where it all becomes a shit show sprint across the yeah thing, you yeah. cross the platform the the train that comes takes you out to montauk gets there and then everybody gets on that and it's just a zoo people don't have seats they're sitting on the stairs they're sitting in the aisle and it's you know three hours out to montauk it's nuts it's wow and it's all people wearing their stupid wide-brimmed straw hats (laughs) not accounting for the radius of their hat bumping you in the face with it yeah and uh you know everyone's sipping these girly drinks and cans and yeah. Anyway, whatever. All of that is to say, um, I had to. <laughs> I had decided kind of last minute to go out, so I had hopped on a city bike. I had packed a gym bag and hopped on a city bike. I almost think like twelve minutes before the train was going to leave, oh, shit. and uh, had to bike to Atlantic Terminal and get there in time to make buy a ticket and get on the train. So of course, I, I didn't have time to buy the ticket. And this was before you buy it in the app. Correct. Yeah, that's really such, being so such a game changer. So I, I sprint and get on as the doors are closing. Massive victory. I'm soaked through my <laughs> shirt. And I see a group of six 
women, girls, and I'm like, I'm going to have to ask one of these ladies to pay for my ticket at least to Jamaica uh, and I'll Venmo them and then I'll try to get a ticket to Jamaica for the rest of the way using a credit card. So I, t- I start, I sit down near them. I start talking to them, whatever. <laughs> Eventually enough like jokes have been passed and names have been shared that I have the courage to ask this favor because I know the ticketing agent's coming. God. And I ask and one girl's like, yeah, no problem, you know, whatever. And so she's like, are you, but you're going all the way out to Montauk. You know, why don't I just buy you your ticket all the way out there and just bend with me for that? I'm like, oh, that would be amazing. So nice. So she has the cash for it. I don't know. It's 25 bucks or something. So she pays it. I Venmo her. Um, And these girls are really nice. And I think I ended up sitting with them like on the way out to Montauk too. So I spent a lot of time hanging out and talking with them. And then, like two days later or a day later, like they we exchanged numbers or something, mm. and they were having a pregame mm. at their place. Yeah, baby. They had me come over. Yeah, baby. I went over there just by myself, <laughs> and they handed me like a bottle of vodka to drink oh, yeah. from, just straight vodka. Awesome. And I'm like, man, these girls are crazy. <laughs> and um, then we like. They, I, I, we went our separate ways, but we ended up at the surf lodge together, still talking, whatever. It turned out that three of those girls were on season one of Summer House. No way. Is that how you met them? None of the ones that I now know. It was like the Workus twins. Oh, I don't know if I know. And so, and their friends. I and they, they were only on like season one and two, oh, maybe. Um, That's so funny. And and that's the next time I saw them was on the, the TV. Oh wow! And I was like, "Those were the girls who helped pay my ticket <laughs> to Montauk." I've always I've always been very grateful to Dude, them. Dude, hey, listen, you know, yeah, humble humble folks. That's it. Fame hasn't ruined their no generosity. Dude, that's great. That's yeah, <laughs> they did something that was weird, though. I will say this. <laughs> what? Well, we were in line at the surf lodge together, and I wasn't with their group. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to like set me up with one of their friends. Okay. It might have been the girl who paid my ticket. Got it. But the workers twins were the ones that were trying to do this. Now, granted, I had come over, had a shot of vodka with them, whatever. But we're in line and they're like straight up telling me like our friend has a crush on you. Mm. You should hook up with her. You should hook up with her. And I'm like, if only i wanted to you know like (laughs) unfortunately consent has to be a two-way street and i don't um and then they like brought the girl over and they're like here he is okay i'm like you know this is weird (laughs) and they were like he's perfect i bet you has a great body too and then they took my shirt and lifted it up oh god to show their friend my body. Like you were just on the chopping block. Like I was a fucking mannequin or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and and I, I like quickly, you know, put my shirt, pulled my shirt down. I was like, what, what, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, God. But dude, that was like You're being pimped way out. too aggressive. Mm, that's not that good. was way too much for me. It's not good. I did not like that. <laughs> I did not like being touched or un, undressed. Yeah as if to meet the standards of someone for matchmaking purposes. Mm. 
Um, it's not good. No, it's not good. You cannot do that. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, it's a dick move. Anyway, do I sound like an asshole for telling that story? No, not at all. Okay, absolutely. Dude. I'll never. That's. I'll never forget that. It's not and I almost didn't want to tell it, but, but it I, doesn't sound like you're holding it against them. So no, I think so that they were good. just excited and drunk yeah, and it's fine. But I'll it's never forget. Answer. I'll never forget that. Like they, they pulled my shirt up. Yeah. Which was I never. No one had ever done that to me before. Yeah, dude. Weird, to like weird show love. my stomach to this girl, be like, let's see if it's good and you know. Right, right, right. Who the to fuck a person are that you're you? not even interested in. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but you know, an an interesting way to to meet people. Have you have you ever been sexually harassed? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, Me too. It sucks. It sucks. I have. Yeah. Like one of the stories I can't even tell because the person still works at the place and I don't want to do her dirty. One day I'll tell this story on the pod. Um, and it wasn't purely sexual harassment, but at, at all, I, you, you maybe even argue it wasn't. There were parts of it that maybe were and parts of it that were consensual, but I had like a workplace affair one time. Oh, you hooked up with the woman in the building of the, Dear heavens. I know. I'll tell the story one day. I, mean, I, can't, we, oh. I can't tell it now. She's a nice person. And, well, uh, just don't tell us the place. No. I, 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 they it, would trace it, it? It's too specific. I and see. people who work there still will know that it's her. And then it'll be bad. So I'll tell it someday when I find oh. out that she's moved jobs. Um, Where the place is burned to the ground. It was a wild time, but it got a little weird eventually. Yeah. Um, but dude, so you, you, there you are sprinting through Brooklyn, trying to get on this train in time. Um, and unfortunately, you would have had a much better train ride if you had had time to stop in at one of our favorite Brooklyn ah, establishments. I see what you're saying. The Brooklyn Coffee Roasters. The Brooklyn Roasting Company. Brooklyn Roasting Company Coffee. Yeah, to have a nice cold brew out on the train out there would have been just what the doctor ordered. Uh, they are our favorite coffee. They are my favorite coffee. Julio's now getting into They sent Julio the peanut butter. That they make the coffee peanut butter, which oh my god, it's hard to describe. When Hillary goes out of town, I'm literally drinking this entire thing immediately. It's, it's so good. It's so fucking good. I put I'm it on even, ice cream. I'm not kidding, you guys. I this put it is, on ice cream, and it's nuts. It is so fucking good. I've never tasted anything it's that tastes insane. this good. They they sent us a new blend that they that I haven't seen. This is the uh, the the Gaia Springtime blend, celebrating mighty Mother Nature. Custom blend of extraordinary small lot coffees, medium light roast. It's uh, it's this is a nice one. I don't know I don't know much about this one, but I'm excited to try it. I've already I finished everything they sent us from the last one, so they, I, I begged them to send us another shipment, which they did. Um, you have a tin over there? I do. You got it? Um, is that the Guatemala? I have the Guatemala. Yeah. I don't know if I can pronounce that. The this hue. is the Guatemala Hue Hue Tenango cocoa, green apple, toasted almonds. Medium roast. They have so many great flavors and roasts, and they really know what they're doing. I've been to the plant. It's really good shit. It's the best coffee I've ever had. It's all we drink. It's all we drink. I don't go to coffee stores. I don't buy other coffees. This is the way. Brooklyn Roasting Company. Go to brooklynroasting.com. Use promo code OOPSBEANS, and you will get 5% off of your first order. Buy a bunch, too. Yeah. Okay? You will not regret it. I promise you. I got to be honest too. It's a flex if you have a person staying over and in the morning you whip them up a cup of that and you show like they'll be impressed. Yeah. You yeah. know, order that shit. The packaging is great. Everything about it. Just absolutely delicious. It's Brooklyn phenomenal. roasting. 
uh, Oops Beans. That's your promo code, kids. Go get it. Awesome, awesome. I I, I want to go back to this. Yes, please. Let's do it. This sexual harassment thing. Okay. Um, because I've been sexually harassed, mm-hmm. and I don't. I don't know. I never bring it up. Um, because women have been through so much worse. You're right. That I feel ridiculous saying any like look me too like right, well, right. there it is but like you know <laughs> i i i don't i wouldn't want to lump myself in with the constant and and forever long struggle that they've had to deal with this absolutely but i will say that yes it sucks yeah it sucks yeah and i it happened to me in a job setting where the person who did it to me had power over me. Mm-hmm. And so I was totally confused about what I was supposed to do. Totally. Because I feared not um, sort of giving her back what she wanted mm-hmm. because it would, then I worried that she would hurt me professionally. Right. And, uh, but I absolutely did not want anything to do with this person mm-hmm. uh, so what happened fortunately i went to a higher up wow and i explained and showed the messages that i'd received and then that person took it to the top of the company wow and then the top person at the company hit me up and was like i'm aware that this is going on um i you know how are how are you jesus and i was like i'm fine it's fine you know i'm glad you know because i was worried that this might get spun to make somehow that i was you know you're so accustomed to the men being the ones that do the bad shit because they are right that I feared somehow that this woman might, if it ever came out, make it seem like I had either been complicit or uh, initiated or whatever. Um, And I said that. I was like, I'm really glad you know that I had nothing to do with this. I'm not encouraging this. And I I don't want it at all. And she goes, no problem. Like, you let me know how you want us to deal with this. Because Mm -hmm. if the roles were reversed, we would have fired you on the spot. Wow, yeah, dude. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. And it's not wrong either necessarily. No, you no. Know? But it is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. I mean, dude, workplace dis- workplace stuff is such an under an underappreciated thing. Like the way that corporate culture tries to put things in place to make it less to make you as as unlikely to be exposed to any of these kind of situations as possible is incredible Mm -hmm. just even as far as like quarterly evaluations and like things put in place to critique you so that you know your ego is taken out of it and so that there's like something in between and even like protocol for sexual harassment dude i literally did a commercial about this Mm. for an in-house thing that somebody at the company wrote so it was terrible but it was literally like showing examples of sexual harassment Trying to make it subtle. Being Dude, like, I got that. I did the sexual harassment training at the um, the district attorney's office, and it was the most outdated 
like yeah. stupid out of touch thing it <laughs> was like crazy. watching a sex ed video that was created in the 1950s i know i know it's like this is not how you're watch this example of how ted talks to janice and then watch this one and which one's correct dude they're it's like trick answer they're both wrong <laughs> dude i did one at a nuclear power plant facility like, <laughs> oh my a God. place that's won a bunch of nobel prizes like they have I don't want to. I don't want to say the specific thing because there's only two of them in the world, so everyone will be able to figure it out. I, I think I signed an NDA. People they, have a fifty-fifty shot. Right, like. exactly. Yeah. But they have all this like stuff where they've won Nobel prizes for energy stuff, whatever. Mm. So they wrote this, and dude, it was hilarious how bad this video is. Like, literally, she's like, "Hey, did you show people pictures of our time at the beach last summer?" And I'm like, "Well, you had to admit you were super hot back then." <laughs> 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 it's crazy like, like yeah we all know that's not gonna fly yeah you know, we're nobel <laughs> physicists i know like they, the the mistake they made is the hr people at the company should have actually let the company write the scripts mm -hmm. and they did not and yeah they were terrible but dude we actually have an email about a work dispute oh so this actually transitions nicely okay if, uh, you're interested Fun. in reading this here yeah, we go good. hey guys i'm looking for advice on how to handle a workplace disagreement last week a co-worker screamed at me for moving to go cups we work in a university dining hall and use to-go cups maybe twice a day. I pointed to, out to my coworker that the cups aren't that important because he went a whole day without noticing that I moved them. Mm. He then screamed at me, do you have any idea how stupid you sound? <laughs> <laughs> and continued to throw a general temper tantrum, yelling at me in front of other coworkers. I told him to calm the fuck down, which obviously made him uh, only made him angrier. I then walked off and did not return for the rest of my shift. The funny thing is, me and this guy are actually good friends. He's graduating in a week, and I'm the only person at work he invited to his grad party. Since the incident, I'm giving him the silent treatment because I've learned from past arguments, this is not the first time he's yelled at me, that he is not one of those guys who will admit when he is wrong. Although I learned that he still expects me to go to his grad party. I don't want to do the whole forgive and forget thing because people don't learn anything from that. This guy consistently talks down to people because he is about to leave for a high-paying business job. I want him to learn that he's going to have a hard time in the real world if he doesn't learn how to properly communicate with people, but I know that that's not something I can say without starting a fresh argument. I figured you guys might have some insight into how to handle this because Julia, because as Julio said, Francis gets into fights all the time. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> I think it has something to do with smart people needing the world to agree with them and oh, refusing God. to look... I think some other ankles. You know, who is this bitch? I don't think he's talking about you at that part. Oh. But, or the guy's just a dick, and I'm better off just ignoring him until he's gone. Only has a month before he leaves the job. Thanks is this a advice. woman that wrote this or a dude? No, it's a guy. Oh, okay. I thought it was a woman the whole time. <laughs> is that your subtle... Are you taking a subtle no, shot? No, no. I, I, I thought she was very funny um, for what she said. He. But right, exactly. Yeah. It's a he. Um... <laughs> But also, also that the fact that this is a dude writing this and that he can't understand the other guy and why, how he's coping with it. I thought it was like a male, fe it sounded like it was a male, uh, male female, female argument. Interesting. Misunderstanding, Interesting. but it's not. I mean, I just think it's so funny. The, the dynamic of like working in the cafeteria in college. Yeah. And then this guy's going to go be a banker after like that's So like nowhere else does that happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're a kid and you're fucking, you know, making hamburgers and the next week you're, you know, 
buying out companies. Well, I think yes, exactly. And and and, and there's something very telling about the two people involved in this argument. And yeah. that is that the first person what said, you know, you moved the to go cups and was mad about it. And then the second person, the email writer's response was well, clearly they're not. It's not important where they are because it took you all day to notice, mm-hmm. which is a very inflammatory response. Like that's a passive aggressive. True. Um, n- that person knows the other guy's temperament and is excited by the idea that he might blow up. That's to me. He knows what he's doing. Interesting. Because I have friends like that right. who do that with me. They're like, we. Poke, I can tell that you are, um, you're boiling at like whatever two hundred degrees right mm-hmm. now, or you're one ninety nine, and if I just poke you here, you're gonna explode. So I, I don't see really any incentive to that kind of behavior though, except for the fact that the guy had already blown up at him, and this guy sounds annoying to be honest. The guy who is is getting angry. Yeah, he's a he's talking down to people. You know, you're all in the, working in the cafeteria together, pal. You're That's not it. the manager of the cafeteria. But the the incentive is that they work in a cafeteria and they want entertainment. Okay, so you, I'm thinking that the the first guy was like, "Here we here we go. He's about to blow, <laughs> and everyone this. loves that when that happens. And then we're all going to sit back and it'll be the most exciting thing that happens today." I, he sounds pretty stressed about it, though. Like it's annoying, Nick. Now he's supposed to go to this guy's party. He doesn't feel like going because the guy's a dick. Should he go to the party? Dude, like, fuck this guy. If this guy's, such, if this guy's a prick, you know, you're both going to be graduating soon. Maybe you don't need him as a friend. I, I agree with that, too. I agree with that, too. Um, fucking to go to micromanaging the to-go cup placement. Are you fucking nuts? Yeah, it's absurd. It's almost like getting mad at somebody for putting the hand balm and the ham lotion in the, <laughs> in the, the wrong place. Um, <laughs> but so the hand soap there we go chris there we go a little snort a little snort <laughs> get him going here we go um look i agree you know that guy sound it sounds like that guy was having a really bad day because if they were friends up to that point you can't be friends with someone he who acts like that all the time they've gotten into a fight before fights before he said so i don't know dude but dude that's the way he behaved is absurd yeah this guy just sounds like kind of a And it, so nasty. it sounds like maybe he was having a worse day than usual. Yeah, maybe. And they got him going. They revved him up and he stormed out and ripped off his apron and said, fuck this, I'm out. And then the writer of the email is giving him the silent treatment. Is that right? It appears so. Yeah. I mean, this this is a this is like a this weird a friend fight. <laughs> you yeah, know, they sound like they've been friends forever. Yeah. Because that's how like old friends behave with each other. Dude, did you ever have like scarring, like a scarring moment either at like the beginning of college when you're getting to know people or at college orientation or at camp? Like there's a thing that sticks out in my mind. I think about it still and it gives me anxiety thinking about it. This happened when I was 14 at tennis camp. Tell me that story. Okay. So, so, and tell me what you think about this. And I, dude, I get PTSD thinking about these stressful memories of times where I either embarrassed myself or someone got mad at me in this weird way and like, I think about it and go back there. And I wish I could get over that. I wish that I could be a little more whatever it is that would prevent me from being like that. But here's the story. We went to the Alpine slide. We must have been at Williams <laughs> College. I, this is tennis camp in the summer. It was either Williams or Amherst. Those are the two places that I would go for tennis camp. Um, and it was Nike tennis camp, whatever. We go to the Alpine slide. We have this really fun night 
out, we're hanging out, we're friends, we make we we become new friends. We go back to the dorms. We were on the same floor. I I we're like hanging, we're hanging, and then I go with the guy into his room, and he goes, "Dude, what are you doing? Get out of my room!" And I was like, "Dude," he goes, "I wasn't fucking kidding. Get the fuck out of my fucking room!" And I was like, "Oh my, okay." And then I like left the room, and then I tried to avoid him for the rest of camp, and never saw him again, and I'll never forget that. (laughs) (laughs) And it was stressful to just tell that to you. I was stressed out telling you that. You have got to make your peace with the fact that he was the weird one there. I know, but what? It, like, did I do something? How do you not know after all these years <laughs> and all the human interactions you've had that you did not do something wrong? I mean, I, I hope what not. What was in his room? Pocket pussies drying left and right? You, you, you know, did, did he have porn everywhere? I have no... I have absolutely no idea what could have possibly happened. So, so clearly this dude is wrong wrong it just makes it worse though it's like oh god like do you have do you have stuff like this (laughs) this is like a very Um, specific i know that no for sure for sure um gosh or even times when i just like embarrassed like if you made a fool out of yourself doing something yeah i mean i wore my pants backwards to school one day and maddie mcquinn got made fun of me for it in the four square court that's not right. And How? then everyone started chanting, turn your pants around or something. Oh my God. But that, that look, that's not that, terrible. That's, that's fine. That's fine. You're, you know, yeah. that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I, I'd have to think about this one more, but for me, um, I would say that those traumatic memories tend to come more from the side of regret, and and right. regret from what I did. Right, 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 right. You no, know, totally, totally. Of, of of saying the wrong thing to someone, or yes, or or being mean, or whatever. Absolutely, it's worse than like like I have a in school once I I was wearing sweatpants and I got a little bit of pee on my sweatpants, just a little tiny bit. And for some reason, I thought it would be a good idea to wash the pee out, which then of course made a gigantic, you know, round circle of pee on the entire. Or it was water, but it looked like pee yeah. on my pants. I don't know why I didn't think through that. I walk back into music class, and the teacher goes, "Looks like somebody had an accident." Yeah. And the entire class pointed at me and started laughing. Yeah, that isn't as bad as the summer camp story to, for me. I don't. That doesn't bother me telling that. Dude, you, to your point, I was in fourth grade. A music teacher, same same type of deal, but it wasn't even the music teacher. It was like some guest musician guy oh, oh, who that. had a goatee and a shaved head. <laughs> I think he was playing the um what's that African instrument that you gotta blow into forever? And uh, and it's uh you do circular breathing. I don't know. It's like oh. Is it the thing this thing? No. It's a big long tube. Um come on, you know these things. I don't know this one. Chris maybe Chris is it's looking. It's got some funny name. Didgeridoo. A didgeridoo. Didgeridoo. Wow. Holy shit. I don't know if it's African. Is it African? I hope Might so. be. It sounds more Australian. To I me. hope so for the sake of the future of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sound is the sound that they make when you're yeah, yeah. quote going into the bush in yeah. a movie. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, probably Australian. <laughs> Damn it. Another continent that well, begins with A. See you later, everybody. By the way, Australia <laughs> is both a continent and a, a country. country. Um, 
Okay, so here's what he said to me. He was talking to our entire class, <laughs> 25 odd kids, and going through everyone and asking their names, and everyone was saying their names. And I said, My name, Francis. And he goes, Princess? <laughs> and everyone lost their shit. <laughs> and I wept. Uh, I wept. Uh, I couldn't handle that embarrassment was he just humiliation deaf from being a jazz no, club he knew my name wasn't fucking princess <laughs> he's just taking advantage of a fourth grader he was just upset that he was a failed musician yeah that's it shitting on taking it out on you so i will never forget that the sting uh, the heat rising up your neck the redness you feel like you're having an allergic reaction you can feel your skin burning and then sweating and then the the tears forming in your eyes, the lump in your throat. Ugh. You want to just run away. I think I ran to the bathroom, and then, you know, the, fortunately the class ended. People filed out, and my um my homeroom advisor, like whatever Bob Bob Olney, <laughs> comforted me, and just you know, it's just the type of things that he probably sees at least once a day with right. kids that age. Right. But yeah, dude, we I used to do Amherst Lacrosse Camp. I did that one. Oh, year. really? Yeah, dude. There we go. And More shit. All I remember about those camps was that it would always be a hundred degrees. It was and you'd fun be playing all day. Did you enjoy it? No, I loved it. I really loved it because lacrosse you had to wear equipment in that heat, and mm. it would always be wet. That sucks a little bit. Yeah, and then you'd always be starving. Because the then, but dorms, the meals were pretty good. They're like the, it's so much better than like traditional camp canoe camp food at these like because the the cafeteria was awesome the first time you have it. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I I seem to remember the food not being all that good and, and certainly not enough for some reason. And then at night you'd go to the camp store and you'd buy a whole pizza. Right. You had like a commissary. Yeah. <laughs> You're in prison. And one time me up. and George Reiki bought a, a whole pizza and we were so excited to eat it. And we were running home with it back to the dorm room and we dropped it and it slid out. No. And half of it went like on the ground no. and somehow George managed to like pull the cheese over the gravel. <laughs> and then we had this five second rule. There was this kid. I can't remember what his name was that we didn't like very much who came into our room and asked if he could have some pizza. And we gave him the half <laughs> With the that gravel. was gravelly and he took a bite and he was like, man, it's really crunchy. <laughs> And you could hear him eating Chewing the pebbles and stuff. And I feel bad about that <laughs> to this day. I feel bad that we pulled the trick on him, but George thought it was the funniest thing. And I thought it was funny that George thought it was funny. Yeah, listen, man. And so those are the kinds of things, man. <laughs> I mean, it was funny at the time. And looking back, we probably, you know, wasn't, that, wasn't that, that kid cold? probably just wanted us to like him or something. <laughs> that kid probably had to get new teeth. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, dude, speaking of new teeth, the dentist fucked up all three of my cavities. Are you joking me? They're all, I can't floss in any of the teeth. I went back and they were like, yeah, it's bad. You, and the, uh, dude, I, I don't even get me started. I, I don't want to get you started, but I kind of want to get you started. I need to go back. You can't make, it's hard to make appointments at this place. They don't answer the phone. I know I go to the worst dentist of all time yeah. if yeah, anybody wants doing? to do my dentistry for free please reach out to me yeah, <laughs> um bro. but they're gonna have to take my fillings out and put them back in because they did them wrong god how fucking shitty is that that dude? sucks man it's an absolute fucking nightmare I'm so sorry to i'm gonna try to go before i leave for my 
trip. This episode will be out while I'm on the trip, I believe. Regardless, uh, I have to decide if I'm just going to push it off or not. I don't, mm. I don't know. I should probably just go do it, right? Yeah, you better do it before you go. You don't want to deal with Having dentistry issues when you're in the stands, man. Well, I'm not going to the stands anymore. Where are you going to go? I'm going to South America. Did when did you decide that? Did I not talk about this in the pod? I may. I think I talked about it. But yeah, I'm going to Ecuador. No, you, going, oh, you did. the In Panama. You're going to the Darwinian Islands. Pa- the, oh, Galapagos, yes. The Galapagos. Um, and shout out one of our listeners who's hooking me up in Panama with a fucking hotel room. Sick. Badass. Um, Sweet. Classic. My parents, they go, you're going to Panama? Are you serious? And then they send me a link about Panama City safety. And the link just says that it's safe. I'm like, are you guys serious? You didn't even you didn't even look at the link you sent me. Yeah, They're like, all right, well, I guess this time it's fine. I'm like, guys, you need to really, <laughs> whatever, uh, um, dude. So we have an update, the final update from our buddy Bob. If you Boston bro job Bob, that could be a good way to end the yes, episode. please, 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 please. Okay, so the email is titled from our good pal, uh, Boston BJB. Um, final update. Here we go. Hey, Julio, Francis, and Chris. This will hopefully be the end of this ridiculous saga. I loved your advice, and even though I've been feeling like the man from this experience, I'm not going to make the sex tape with the guy. Good. Probably smart. Uh, I honestly thought about it, and I think I'd only do this kind of thing if I was dating a guy. The old friend actually was very upset, which boosted my ego, not going to lie. I sat him down and just explained to him that life isn't a hardcore gay porn movie. <laughs> Listen, man, there's more to life than hardcore gay porn. Um, that's that's great. Um, the gay guy had to reel in the like dip in his toe guy. I know, I know, it's so funny. Uh, he yeah, this guy's gone out of control. He goes, we couldn't keep doing this, and uh, we couldn't keep doing this and hope to meet other people. I expressed that even though we're both young, this isn't the same thing as the usual back when I was young story. Uh, Funny enough, after that conversation, we've hooked up a couple more times by running into each other around town. We like similar restaurants and go to the same gym. However, I officially denied him the last time, and he said that if I ever change uh, my mind, I know where he lives. I'm moving on from this uh, dear penthouse chapter in my life. I really hope a relationship comes my way uh, as I keep my horny ass at home. And some sort of weird universe balancing shit. I appreciate you guys reading my updates. Keep being awesome. Best retired Boston bro job, Bob. Oh. Bless his heart. End of an era. <laughs> the end of an era. End of an era. <laughs> oh. That is so great. Boston bro job, Bob. You're we appreciate your incredible transparency and and uh, willingness to, to, to sort of bring along a, a, an experimenting young man totally. um, so to any new listeners just give you a very very quick recap boston bro job bob um he bumped into an old friend from high school he sort of got vibes a little bit but this guy had a girlfriend blah 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 cut to they end up you know sexting and whatever they end up hooking up a bunch the other guy ends up breaking up with his girlfriend and now we've kind of got to this point and it appears that they're both moving on and doing other things. I, I part of me wishes that the other guy would listen to the podcast and sort of keep us in the loop about his life because it sounds like he is poised for all sorts of crazy, yeah. wild, experimenting nights. So, dude, it's funny um, because one of my friends from high school emailed us being like, that has happened to me so many times. She's like, I really um, wish that the guy would tell his girlfriend 
just for her sake because she's like the amount of times that I've dated guys who ended up coming out. And dude, I forgot about this, but this happened when I was, I was in the class where this happened. We had like a speech class, right? Mm. And you want to take Kojai out? This is fine. I mean, we're, we're almost done. Is he making a ton of noise? Kojai's in the room if you guys can hear we him. We brought Kojai, let Kojai in because he's bumping his head against the door. Sorry. So anyway, going. the first time this happened to this girl, I didn't even realize. I remember this, but I didn't remember that she was dating this guy. We, ha- we were in the speech class in high school and the guy comes out in the class during his speech. No way. Comes out of the closet. And we were all like, oh my God, that was incredible. Good for you. Good for you. But Did we, you guys clap for him? I think so. Or mm-hmm. like, or maybe I've always wanted to hear one of those speeches so, to be the first person to clap. I don't even think he'd get three words out of his mouth. So listen, everybody was cool about it, but nobody thought about her. He hadn't told her. Oh, and nobody, no. I know. So, so we're all so happy for this guy living his truth. But like the poor girl, <laughs> who's a very nice person. And if I remember correctly, she was a wonderful person. Um, and she just kind of got left in the dust and that sucks. So, you know, it's great to live your truth, whatever, but, um, <laughs> it's also good to respect your partner. Yeah. Man. Uh, and if, you know, it seems like this guy did it in a way where maybe nobody's going to get hurt by it, but you know, it's good to kind of take care of the people you're dating. Even if that was the first time she learned that he was gay. That was the first time anybody learned. Oh my goodness. Including her. Yeah. And he wasn't like, listen, in speech class, I'm going to tell everybody this. Heavens. And I'm sure his side of the story, he was a really good guy too. I, his side of the story might be a little different, I'm sure. Mm. Um, but it wow. was just an interesting, and, and thank you for reminding me. I'm not going to say her name on the pod, but uh, yeah, good stuff. So, Fun. Yeah, awesome. That'll do. Oops the motherfucking podcast, baby. That's it. Uh, you guys know where to find us at Oops the Podcast. Oops the Podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing uh, your stories, your mistakes, all the stuff you have to share with us. So keep sharing. Thank you guys for all your support. Thank you for commenting on our shit. Um, you know, I think I think that's it. So I'm at Not Julio. He's at Francis C.C. Ellis. Hit us up. Let us know what's going on. And we will talk to you soon. Bye from me and Kojai as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs>